We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I thought it was a, a good, solid team win. Uh, you know, obviously, their the record tells you how good they are, and uh, they can make up ground very quickly because of the way they uh, they shoot the three. Um, shot their shot profile is terrific, so uh, no lead feels safe with them. You mentioned that little tone early that block on Tatum and. I think he had a block and pass for a steal the next possession. Yeah, like it's he's an elite defender. Obviously, the rim protection, even if he's not blocking, they're looking for him. Uh, and he's got great discipline in the restricted. Um, and then offensively, just creating the extra possessions and doing what he does there. Uh, it's, it's big for us. And then I, I thought we got good bench play. We, we had you know, we had good all-around play. Uh, Guy Huber then. Thank you, Guy Huber. I, I said this to Benji, but I'd like your thoughts. Yes, when Benji was like, oh, that's how his name is spelled. We The We Here team was smoking mirrors good. This one is actually good. I'm always fair. Tibbs was being goofy last year, but he's been masterful this year. Big props. Mm. Uh, masterful might be a little strong, if only because it took him a little while to figure out. There was some really down periods. There was some, a stretch where this team really was... Not in a great place. And like as a as a head coach, you got to own the hole, right? You can't just own the parts that are good. You have to own the hole. And he has to own that too. Um, the fact that he's come out of it and has them playing as they are right now and has them coming out with the effort and the ability to execute um at this level uh is is top notch. As far as the we here team being smoke and mirrors. I think they had a formula that worked really well in a really weird year. And I I hate saying the 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 smoke and mirrors because to be the fourth ranked defense out of a in a 30 team league you can't do that with smoke and mirrors. But I do think the nature of the way the league was that year where it was just so out of sorts aided their ability to be the fourth ranked defense to a certain extent. And they just, their formula on offense, which is just, they just, just score enough. And then Julius Randall, obviously doing what Julius Randall did, you know, that obviously went up and smoke in the playoffs, but like that was a real thing. It worked. And like, 
here's the other thing about like we talk about how deep this team is and how good this team is this year, right? And all and how and how and how deep they go in in quality play. How many conversations do we have like that year, or at least I felt like I had that year with like who's the second best player on the Knicks? You know, is it Reggie Bullock? Is it Alec Burks? Is it R.J. Barrett? Is it Mitchell Robinson? Is it you know all these different guys? Um, probably forgetting someone, but like Derek Rose. Oh, <laughs> I actually no. I didn't say he was the best player on the Knicks. Ah, uh, there you go. T-shirt. He was that good. Yeah, he was that good. He was that good. Anyway, so not completely smoke and mirrors, but yeah. Okay, uh, Andrew Palladino. What's going on, Andrew? Quickly is quickly becoming one of my favorite Knicks of all time. I'm a UK basketball fan, so seeing him thrive as a Nick is special. Um, there is a stat I want to check. I'm not going to tell you what it is, Andrew. Uh, <clears throat> but I may need you to filibuster for a moment. Okay. Um, Emmanuel, it, it's gone back and forth this year between Jalen Brunson and Emmanuel quickly for my favorite Nick of on this team. I think it's Brunson for me still a little bit over quickly, but it's close. Um, I'm back on the Randall bandwagon. So as your favorite player on the team, I was there two years ago, and then last year I struggled because of how the the rhetoric around him got, and then also how um like his play kind of dictated that as well. Like it was it was impossible to find something good about how he played last year, and then you know I went into this year with an open mind that he could play good enough to get traded, and when I saw his win his play impact winning, it was like oh well then maybe this was just this was something that was just needed to be fixed and introducing Jalen Brunson to turn you back into an all-star was what mattered. Um, you know, and I read the Fisher article too. And, you know, the, the more and more you wonder what was going on with him last year, I, I, I imagine there's more stuff going on and he's letting us in a little bit, but I'm glad the vibes are good. You know, I'm also, I just, you don't have Instagram. I'm a sucker for like a no. cool dad doing cool dad things. And him and Kaiden are like the coolest father-son duo you know i don't know if it would hit me because i'm obviously a girl dad but um mm-hmm. yeah it's pr- still cool so but like that's stat. like i'm a oh. sucker for that too when you post like stuff like that you know i don't post like, a lot of stuff okay post is a different story when you sent well okay there's it's twofold so when you put stuff in the group chat of like oh look my kids are jumping on the couch and i was like oh that's cute then i see like oh the kids are jumping on the couch it's like oh i don't have kids there we go so it's twofold. Like it works both ways. I get my kid fixed and then I get to go, you know, do whatever I want. Good for you. <laughs> I don't. Uh, the stat that I was checking, Emmanuel quickly has moved into the top 20 in the NBA in total plus minus. He is now four points ahead of James Harden, who is plus 230 on the year. Emmanuel quickly is plus 234 in 19th place, two points behind Tobias Harris. And there's a group of guys that are between plus 246 and plus 243, two of which are Giannis Antetokounmpo and John Morant. Hello. Uh, He could get ahead of them if the Knicks keep playing well and he continues to perform well in his minutes, which he always does. There is a not crazy shot that Emmanuel quickly could finish the year top 15 in the league in total plus minus. Jeez. Which is Freaking insane. Most of those minutes off the bench, too. I, I'm praying that factors into the six man of the year voting. 
I mean, it. I'll look up what Bryden is, but I, I don't because um, I'm sure Bryden is is pretty uh, high as well. But like, yeah, he's he's really good. Yeah, I'll read the next one. Um, Frank Sound IQ best IQ best value contract in the NBA right now. Before a, the extension, probably it's a rookie contract, but that's why it's a rookie contract. So is he the best rookie contract of the NBA? Um, Tyrese Halliburton still on a rookie contract. Yeah, this, um, that's a weird discussion because, like, you know, I'm trying to think of like I'm, who's I'm going through the list now. Um, like guys huh. that are contributing, huh? What? Well, Halliburton. I guess if you want to project, like Paolo and like Lamelo and Cade. Guys like that, sure. Yeah, but they're right. not helping teams win right now. Right. So as far as contributing to winning, <laughs> I actually wonder if this is a good good question. Um I mean Jalen Brunson's a pretty good value contract. By the way, uh Malcolm Brogdon is ninth on the Celtics in, in plus total plus minus plus one oh one. So not anywhere near Emmanuel quickly. Um yeah, as far as value contracts, like guy guys on on really cheap deals helping teams win. Um, I mean, Maxi deserves a nod. Uh, yeah, good point. Guy who could, that that's a guy who could finish ahead of quickly in the six minute of the year, uh, running. Um, other than that, Des Bain is still on his rookie contract. There you go. That's that's probably he probably wins. Keegan Murray. Des Bane. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm just going down the yeah. list. I'm not, I'm not comparing. I'm just, I'm looking at quickly's up there. Like I, I approach this with it's got its rookie contract, Frank. So a lot of these are, oh, are going to well, be valuable. Well, what? Uh, Anthony Edwards is still on his rookie contract. Uh, that's the one. That's the one. Next question. Thank I'm you. Make Frank. it all NBA team this year. Yes. Uh, L. Coriano, 11. Good enough. Uh, even though you don't want to talk about trade value, is Randall worth at least two unprotected picks? Prior to the season, people wanted oh. Hayward or a second-round pick. Yeah, I was one of those people. Uh, and I was an idiot. And I was wrong. And I'm happy to admit that right now. Like, it's weird because you're... Like, the Knicks are not... The Knicks are not going to trade him for a pick package. If the Knicks ever traded Julius Randle, it would be to get a star back. So like to talk about him in that sort of a vacuum is, you know, but like, is he worth two unprotected first round picks? Like, yeah, yeah, he's worth it. I, you know, he's, he, I think he's shown himself to be translatable enough this year where another team could reasonably look at him and be like, yeah, we could plop him into our ecosystem and it might be a little dicey for a while, but we, we could figure out a way to make that work for sure. Um, Danny Gardner, the over analysis of RJ every game is exhausting. Hmm. We know what he is and what he could be. He's the youngest player on the team and he has to adjust a ton from what we thought he was going to be in the NBA. Um, I think Danny has another one because it says one out of two. Yes. Uh, yeah, no. this is the second one. Yeah, there's he, three he, actually, but go ahead. Oh, okay. He played good tonight. He'll get better. Or play good defense tonight. He'll get better. Whether that's here or somewhere else, I don't know. But let's stop freaking out every time he has a bad half or a bad game. He's nothing if not resilient. And there's, sorry, there's one more from Danny. Well, there, there's 
he put up three, but other people put in super chat. So I'll I'll scroll okay. down and find um and the third one. Here's Danny, third I one. think this is all well said. Oh, here's the other one. Last one, the most important step for RJ is his ball handling. He picks up the ball way too early on his drives and puts himself in bad spots. Uh Danny, I don't agree with or I don't disagree with a word of what you said. Um, but sports <laughs> and sports and the nature of talking about sports in 2023. That's my answer to your first two super chats or your first one, at least. Um, like, look, we're going to talk about it. We're going to analyze it. We're going to, you know, and you're going to, you know, it, you can only talk about the good so much. If there's a bad to talk about, people are going to talk about the bad and they're probably going to over talk about the bad, especially if it's the only thing that appears to be bad. Um, I agree with you. The over analysis is exhausting. I'm sure RJ's exhausted by it. I'm sure the Knicks are exhausted by it. I agree. It's just like he's a player that's figuring it out. He's continuing to figure it out. He's continuing to grow. Growth is not linear. We know that. There are many examples of that. And I think the best point you made is that he picks up the ball too early on his his drives. Um, Watching Brunson handle the ball this year. I'm not trying to say that RJ needs to like get to that level, but like recognizing how big a role ball handling plays in a guy like Brunson's ability to get any shot he wants at any time and make a whole lot of them. Like you recognize that and RJ has some moves. He has some things he could do, but he needs to keep the dribble alive to be able to do those things. And that's where a lot of the bad shots come from. And that's where a lot of the turnovers come from. So, um, yeah, completely agree. Um, maybe they could work on that this off season. Him and um, Drew Hanlon. There you go. Ex- exhibition continues. The Knicks front office should get credit for the best free agent signing of the offseason and the best trade val- trade deadline deal. As we hashtag Buck Faustin. Uh, best trade deadline deal. Uh, are we counting Kevin Durant? If I not, to say, and there's, there's one more out there. And look, I I have my questions, but Kyrie Irving's been individually pretty good in Dallas. I I, I did the same face when I said it. I just I'm going to give you the same energy that you were giving me at the top of the show. Very true. Very true. The Knicks haven't lost, and the the Mavs have <clears> multiple <throat> times. So and uh, yeah, and uh, again, the best free agent signing of the offseason and it's the it's the best free agent signing the NBA has seen when in terms of a team signing away another player from another team arguably in years years it's crazy mm. since KD and Kyrie or I think it's you go since Kawhi. Kawhi Kawhi okay all three they're it's all the same summer 2018. Yeah. The best free agent signing last summer uh, or the summer of 2021 was DeMar DeRozan. Made All-NBA team after they signed him in Chicago. And the summer before that, there really was no high-level free agent signing in 2020 uh, in terms of a guy switching teams. And then you have to go back to 2019. So yeah, I think Jalen Brunson's the best free agent signing since the summer of 2018. It's true. The the pandemic shortened off season the big acquisition was a trade with the Chris Paul trade to Phoenix. So. And the biggest signing, I believe, was Gordon Hayward in terms of yeah. guys switching teams, which uh, okay. <clears throat> fair didn't work out so well. 
Sam Garcia's dad. What's going on, Sam Garcia's dad? In one season, this front office has gone from inept to genius. I much prefer this version. Hashtag Frig Boston. Yes. For your, for your conscientiousness there. Uh, Jesse M, I wonder what Gunna thinks of these Knicks. So, Chad, Chris. whoever's watching live, please help me out because I'm. I may have read a headline or overheard a thing. I never heard a, read a thing that Chris was saying in the chat. Is Gunna in, in jail or in some legal trouble at the moment? Like whoever knows, oh. please correct me. I'll pay attention as we as we move on. But I, I re, if I remember right, something happened, and uh, Gunna is not gonna be not gonna be seeing um, daylight for a, a little bit. You know, I hope he's going to call our friends at White's nah. Club. <laughs> can't believe he did that. <laughs> uh, KFS after dark. Oh, he's free now. Okay, good. Oh, great. Got well, ratted on by music label mates. So it was like, so it was over music? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, he snitched. <laughs> oh, listen. Uh, he's trying to go home. That's That's okay. A student asked me today if I knew who Ice Spice was. Do I know who Ice Spice is? I saw her. She was in the front row of a Nick game. Oh, that's uh, a, a she. Month or two ago. Okay. Yeah, she's a young lady, uh, a rather voluptuous young lady, if I if I do say so myself, uh, who apparently makes uh, music. Well, good for them. Oh, I, I that's the. Oh, yeah, I know who Ice Spice is. She's not I, a Spice Girl. No, no, no. Uh, has like. Really curly hair, and do believe she has curly hair. I I don't want to guess race, but I also am can I'm not eager to say what she is, but it did it looked white. I I don't know. I I listen. I'm so I would not out. Be I'm so, so out right now. <laughs> KFS at twelve thirty a.m. <laughs> Let's just go on to the next one. <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> oh gosh, stuff. It's great content here. Jesse M, the New York Mets slander will hit differently come October with a with a five hundred million dollar payroll. Don't I know it? <laughs> Don't I know it? At the highest payroll in baseball last year, and I, I felt every bit of the slander last year. I to the point where I didn't acknowledge that I'd watched baseball in years. Now, when they're at five hundred million dollars, and Carlos Correa's broken leg is leading the Twins to the playoffs, and you know, Jacob DeGrom, that, that's what's going to hurt me is if the Rangers are good. If the Rangers are bad and DeGrom plays 12 games, I'll be able to be like, all right, we moved on. We're, we're good. You know, if he's, if he's not, if, if he's like fine and wins the Cy Young, I, I might, might need some Mets therapy, John. We're, we're good in the East. Yeah, we're good. In the, <laughs> we're, well, thank God for the Knicks. There you go. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 
866-610-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash Filmschool65 and use code Filmschool65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Filmschool65 and code Filmschool65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. 
Mark Sable, how about the trade for Camby as a heart comparison? So the Camby trade was was um, was that not a preseason trade? Uh, yeah, it was Oakley. Trade. It was Oakley for Camby. Mm-hmm. Um, that was also the the strike shortened season. So for the ninety nine season, yeah. Oh, I got. I hope I got that right. It wasn't before ninety seven. 98, right? No, 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 it's 99. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. 99 season. Yeah, that was so weird because the the as I mentioned of uh on the mailbag episode, solo mailbag episode I did before the break, um the 99 team was a disaster <laughs> until mm-hmm. the playoffs. They were not good and not fun to watch at all. And Camby was like marginalized and like it was like just a weird situation. So but in terms of like Eventual impact, like yeah, yeah, sure. That's I mean, can't make Jesus Marks can't be his best player in the Eastern Conference Finals when they went to the NBA Finals. So said Larry Bird. Mm. Uh, ben, Kim Gervy, what's going on, Ben? Good to be a team you might beat but won't lose. Uh, been a long time coming. Finally, the light at the end of the tunnel isn't a train. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag mixed culture. It does feel like we have arrived at some sort of place. It does feel like there is some modicum of stability here. And maybe that's what we should just be like reveling in and not worrying as much about whether we could win a playoff series or what seed we are or like when we're going to get to contender stat. Just to be a good team and know that as long as we keep this group together and they stay relatively healthy, they're going to continue to be a good team. That is cool. So what John's really trying to say is not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. No, no, it's actually only two, LeBron. That's that's actually what will end up happening. And then you'll go back to live in Ohio. I I I I need to at some point, maybe probably when they're all retired and probably sadly when Pat Riley's gone, I need to read an oral history of that. Of that of that event. Oh. Okay. Like who who thought that would be a good idea? I mean, all fairness, I I was I didn't think it was like a joke. I thought it was a like Dan Levitard said it. It, I, it was a threat, you know. It was it came yes, off, I, no, I understand that. I you know I get it, I get it, but like I thought the league was kind of over for like, and plus this is before the got like when he left to go, I thought, okay, for the next decade. He, the Miami Heat are going to be in our lives. I know. We all why, thought that. We all thought which that. Which is why that all happened. I just. Um, we thought it, basketball was over. Right. Which is why, thank God, <laughs> I guess we all made his, his life hell. So he'd go back to Cleveland and made it fair. I guess we also did the same thing for Durant, which is why he left like, Golden State. I don't think we had anything to do with LeBron leaving Miami. He I think we regained, absolutely did. I don't think so. I think he had regained hero status by the time. He left that but team. It was always you have unfinished business in Cleveland. And if that narrative didn't exist, he wouldn't <laughs> have left. Sure. Sure. Actually, maybe I should push back on myself saying that he regained hero status because we were all rooting for the Spurs in 2014. Yeah, they were. They were the villain for four years. Now, I had grown to appreciate what the thing, what the thing LeBron James does. Like it was like, oh, this is this is greatness. And, yeah. you know, appreciate it while you're watching but- it. See, you know. neither here nor there. The the audacity of holding a whatever. Neither, oral You're history. Twenty five years old. 
Like that that's you gotta remember. Twenty five just teamed up with his buddies to go live in South Beach I on as a, with over a hundred million dollars. Like I I probably would have been John, look at every single time the Knicks beat a rival, how ridiculous I am. I know. <laughs> I know. Andrew, Nets blew up the chemistry for the big three. We won't need to. I agree with you because they have two stars right here. Did you see how um, AJ has another one. Did you see how depressed Mikael Bridges looks, by the way? No. Hold on. Let me read There's, this. Has anyone yeah. ever become a fan favorite so quickly? Oh, as hard. Mm. Um, no. <laughs> that, 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 there's an easy answer. No. Uh, why was... I, I don't... I haven't seen this or... They stink. That's why he's miserable. Like he's... Oh. They, I mean, it was a screenshot and probably a poorly timed one, but the the caption was like, they took the joy out of this man's face and it was like, yeah. Um, I I would still. I can't believe I'm about to say this. If I was one of the 87 net fans, I would still feel pretty good about where I'm at. Not this year, but going forward. Going forward, yes. Okay, they got some good talent there. They got some picks now. You know, they got a competent front office. Good front. Office. I think Sean Marks still is good. So, yeah. Charm City Knicks fan, real contenders close, and we're finally closing. Give me that four seed. Yeah, I don't know if tonight's your best example of how the Knicks are closers now. Um, mm-hmm. Always be closing. <laughs> always be cobbling. Uh, Sam L. Remember Zebo in Memphis? The clock is ticking every day. It's possible Brunson, Randall, and Barrett age into being championship pieces in Gotham. Man, that Memphis team, I mean, they did make it to one Western Conference Finals where I believe they got swept by the Spurs. Yes. And it took um, a Russell Westbrook injury in the in the first round of that that playoffs. Then they played a Kevin Durant Thunder team and beat him in five. Yeah, that I mean, that team had an identity and they were really good. And Marcus Soule was an MVP candidate at his peak. Uh Mike Connolly was very, very good. Zebo was very, very good. Who they have? Tony Allen, right? Um, mm-hmm. Probably forgetting one or two guys who are key members of that team, but like different league, <laughs> different league, Di- very different league. Um, I'm here for a conversation about the Knicks trying to do it differently at this point, just because I think it would be fun to see them try. Like, hey, screw your superstar. We'll, we we're you know, but like. I I I still don't think they're quite there yet. I think they they would they still need another. I mean, let's just say it. They need R.J. Barrett to turn into the guy that we've wanted. Many have wanted R.J. Barrett to be for a long time. I'm gonna push back. Can we just see what the ceiling is and just play it out to see what this team needs? Sure, but just, just, listen, I, I I'm someone that Kevin's got a comment later that I'm a good, gonna push back on. But I also just like, can we see what happens? And then, I, yeah, no, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see this team this year. And by the way, if they go out and they do nothing this summer, as opposed to making a bad move, I will be, I'll be throwing the parade to mm-hmm. see this exact team come back next year in its current form to see what they could do again with maybe some internal improvement again, as opposed to making a bad move. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, let's we'll see. Benji Kleiner, hey, could, what's going on, Benji? You could say that Hart is a better player than RJ and a much better fit for this team. He does everything well. 
I told you the karma is super strong. Um, thank you, Benji. Hold on. Is this? Yes, this is the bad Benji. This is that bad. I did catch his last name. Palm, okay. Yes. Well, it was it was great catching you in, in uh, sunny Florida, Benji. Yeah, Benji Kleiner. There we go. Um, you and your wife. It was great meeting her as well. Uh, you can say that Hart is a better player than RJ. Hmm. I mean, right now he is. Um, very different players. For what this team needs, yeah, I'd probably say Hart's more important, but I do, I will say, and this kind of piggybacks on what I said a, a minute ago to Andrew, There, there's. I still believe there's a ceiling there for RJ. I still believe he has a potential to reach it. And I still believe that that ceiling for that dude, if we fi- if he really figured it out, even if it's a five or ten or fifty percent chance that he does, then we're talking about a team. That's a team I really want to see how they do. Um, so yeah, Robert Cross with another one. First time, long time, John. Newsflash: I am tired about hearing of all the good teams in the Eastern Conference. I know you are, Robert, because I talked to you offline. We are one of them. Hashtag 53 wins. Hashtag we now. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> Dan Gottlieb. I love these guys. Emmanuel quickly is Crawford with Michael's secret stuff on defense. <laughs> RJ making my ulcers flare. Give me OG for him and picks. Otherwise, feeling good. Hashtag 48 wins. Uh, trying to get a new thing trending here. Um, yeah, Crawford is, I mean, IQ is such a different. That's the thing, right? Is like people who don't watch the Knicks day in and day out want to pigeonhole like, oh yeah, Emmanuel quickly score off the bench. Like, yes, he is that. He's so much more than that. And like, he's not a scorer off the bench in the way that Jamal Crawford and Lou Williams and some of those other like microwave guys were over the years. He, again, he scores, but he doesn't come uh, Jordan uh, Jordan Crawford now. Um, Clarkson, Jordan Crawford, Jordan Clarkson. Mm. Um, you know, he doesn't just come in and it's like the IQ show for eight minutes per half. It's like, it's, you know, he run he, he, the, the offense, the, the team is just going to be, um, yeah. Five more, by the way, Sue who San, your opinion on the Celtics two times, two time teaming RJ Barrett Brunson. Your opinion on Celtic two-time teaming, double teaming, R.J. Barrett and Brunson. Yeah, I mean, again, I think they were kind of grasping at straws because things weren't working that they were trying, and the Knicks were having a lot of success. And in fairness, teams have succeeded doubling Randall and R.J. and even Brunson at times in the past. So, like, give it a shot. You're a great defensive team. Um, It didn't work. But I don't mind that they gave it. If I was a Boston fan, I wouldn't mind they gave it a shot. El Coriano 11 again is Tyson Chandler peak Mitch. Similar games. Who? Hmm. I. Tyson Chandler, I remember him as an elite lob threat. I don't could he, I don't know if anybody could jump as high as Mitchell Robinson, but so lob threat, yep. Rim protector, general like 
I mean, Tyson Chandler won Defensive Player of the Year award with us. Uh, so clearly great defensively um, in that way. So similarities there. Was Tyson Chandler, how, what was his, and I think he was a, probably a better overall defender than Mitch because by the time we got him, he was further along in his career and he was just a more mature defensive player than Mitch is right now. Um, but uh, I'm just thinking about, uh, yeah, Tyson as an offensive rebounder. Hang on here. I have, Mitch, yeah, I have his stats pulled up. Okay. 3.4, yeah. 4.1, and 2.9 in his three years in New York on offensive rebounding. Yeah, I'm just looking. Yeah, his best year, 2012-13, 4.1 offensive rebounds in 33 minutes a night. That's right around where Mitch is at. That's really good. That's a good comp. It's a good comp. Different person. Very different personalities. <laughs> very different personalities. I mean, two different points in their careers, too, you know? Listen, Mitch could be 80 years old and he's going to have a very different personality. From- yes, but he's still like borderline a kid. You know, we got Tyson Chandler after he won a title in his mid 30s. And Mitch is going to come off that way until he's. I would like to think people are different at 24 than they are at 34, but I'm not the same person I was. As I, a I know, and neither am I, but Mitchell Robinson is a special special character in all of the best ways. I want to be very clear about that. Fair. He is a he's a joy and a flair for life and a uh, okay. A Tyson way hates of, fun. Gotcha. I no, I mean Tyson Chandler was just like a normal pro in terms of like how he gave an interview and how he like conducted himself. Like Mitch. Yeah. Like go go, Mitch has go fun. Yeah, and he loves having fun and he's in on the bit, which which makes it great. Mm-hmm. So John hates Tyson Chandler and kind of hates Mitchell Robinson. That's what I got out of that. Yeah, glad we settled that. Kevin Danishevsky, sorry I'm more stoked about the youngest rotation in the league versus the oldest team in the league with the Heatles AC. Clearly a higher ceiling here. Can they win something first, Kevin? I love the I love what we're watching right now. I do. Do you have to continue to take shots at the 2013 team? Like this team loses in the first round. They're not as good as the 2013 team. They're just not. I would enjoy watching to see what 2024 and 25 and 20, like to that point, I understand the feeling might be different, but like that 14 game winning streak is one of the more, more fun experiences I've ever had watching the Knicks. So I How understand this win streak? 14 towards the end of the year. Yes. They, they signed Kenyon Martin. He pushed some couple of guys down and then all of a sudden it was like, Oh, could the Knicks actually do this? They went five and That's, two against the two teams that made five and one against the two teams that made the finals that year with the that, was the weird, that was the weird thing about that team. Cause they finished, as you said, 54 and um, 54 and 28. They were two seed. Yeah, 54 and 28. So they were 26 games above 500, right? Yes. Like 85% of those 26 games came in the first six games of the year and then in that 14 game winning streak. Well, they started what, 18? You can even go further than that at that those six games. Like, I understand you're doing the 20 in a row there, but. Well, they started 6 and 0 or 8 and 0. I think it was 6 and 0. They were they were, I know the last five. undefeated team. They what? were 6 and 0. You're right. They were 18 and 5 at one point. Okay. So you want to Then they played like 500 ball for a little bit. 
Then they won 14 in a row. And then it was like, oh, here they come played, the Knicks. They played 500 ball for like 30 or so. Somebody. Right, I'm saying for the for the middle of the season, and then they won 14 in a row, which is fine, by the way. They had they, already gotten at a nice lead. Yeah, they hit so. a stretch at the end of the year where, um, not even they lost to that overtime game to Chicago where Nate Robinson went off. Then they won their next two, so it was 16 and one to clinch the division. Then here's a fun story, and Benji will appreciate this. They decided to rest all of their players for a game in Charlotte, which like meaningless game against the Bobcats, right? Um, little young Andrew Claudio was a college student at the time and could only go to games in Charlotte. And that was oh, the only God. game of that season I went to. And I was like, please don't clinch. Please don't clinch. And I got to watch. Uh, let's let me just pull up the box score real quick. We have three left. So let me just do this quickly. Sure. Um, let's see. What I got to watch was 41 minutes of Steve Novak, 47 minutes of Chris Copeland, I was about to 42 Chris minutes Copeland. of Pablo Prigioni. 42 minutes of Iman Shumpert. This all sounds delightful. 43 minutes of James White. Four oh, minutes wow. of Rashid Wallace and 21 minutes of Jason Kidd. Mello and Amari didn't even make the trip. The James White. Yeah. Now, Grant, I got there um, in like the middle of the first quarter when I realized, like we went out to dinner ahead of time because it was like a, I was with my girl at the time. It was like, let's just... I don't care about this game anymore. We're in Charlotte. Let's go enjoy Charlotte and and decent seats. Got to go down to the court afterwards because it's Charlotte and who cares? You know? Cool. But yeah, that's where that's what I remember most about my in 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 person experience of the uh of the twenty thirteen team, which look, I I hold them in much higher regard than than others. And I'm glad that this team that is more aesthetically and analytically pleasing to some is scratching that itches. You can enjoy they, both like I am. How's that? They have to do something in the playoffs, right? Yes. Like around. How's that? Around. Jay. <laughs> Speaking if, of. If the Knicks win around, go all in in the summer, it depends on what opportunities are going to become available. The Knicks are, I believe, very much in a position where they are going to continue to react to what the marketplace gives them. So we'll see. Lee Horowitz. Love these Knicks. Thank you for the generous contribution, Lee. Love these Knicks coming together. Thank you, KFS team. Thank you. Um, everybody still watching. Um, we're two hours and 43 minutes into this bad boy. Um, it's lonely being a Knicks fan in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. So excited to see where they go this season. Well, we're happy to have you all aboard. We appreciate your support. And um, yeah, screw the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> James Stanzoni John I love you let's go Knicks I'm buying you and your family four tickets to the Eastern Conference Finals thank you James very much appreciated this team truly I'm gonna hold you to that if they make it <laughs> this team truly wears its heart on its sleeve like Tim said we're gym rats yeah the coach is gym rat too and with that we're done GMAC thank you sir Thank you, everybody, for watching. Still over 600 people, almost 700 people still watching two hours and 43 minutes in. Um, a fan base like no other. In case there's any doubt, mm -hmm. you know, nights like this are a reminder, not that we should need one. Uh, so, yes, thank you for tuning in. Remember, uh, if you haven't already done so, like the video. If you're not subscribed to uh, this channel that you're watching this on literally right now, please subscribe to it. And uh, yeah, let's go next, baby. Keep it moving.
This is fun. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.